When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing the Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Footballistically, Arsenal is backed for the season by Ladbrokes. Welcome to Footballistically Arsenal. Once again, Boyd Hilton is doing something that he would label as showbiz. So we are without uh, the great man for, for this week's podcast, but he will be back next week when we'll be recording on a Tuesday night uh, rather than Monday because he's got yet another social engagement that we have to all fit around. Um, it means I am alone hosting, but I have two terrific guests with me. Uh, Gareth the Bear Parker, how are you? You're calling me that now as well. Yes, I'm okay. consistent. Okay. And you've got with you some very trendy cola. You're, you're uh, not just a Coca-Cola man. You've got... No, I'm it's drinking... It's red, it's blue. What is it? I'm drinking Karma Cola. Um, what is Karma Cola? It's... It's a I'll, squat it's, can it's, as well, it's, isn't it? It's delicious. It's an interesting it's, can. It's, 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 me, it's me and a can. I was going to say, it's in terms of Karma, can. hopefully, yeah, there's some sort of Danny Rose uh, jokes come in there somewhere, but uh, that he needs some fucking Karma. But anyway, we will uh, unpick the game in, in due, in due yeah. time. Some listeners may think that was advertorial. It wasn't. You genuinely no. have just purchased an odd-looking cola yeah. to, to bring with you. Yeah. Uh, I mean, other colas are available, but they're not as nice as this. Interesting. Um, we're also joined by Dan Roebuck, who, fresh from being at Wembley, which we'll come on to, you were there commentating on half yeah. of the club. Yeah, indeed I was. Who was alongside you? Uh, well, for the away games, we have one of the journalists who works with the club rather than an ex-player. So uh, one of the guys who was working for the website was with me, Chris. So. And uh, it was uh, the hospitality at Wembley. It's good food. It's, it's not too bad. It's all right. Yeah, it's, it ranks. It's sort of uh, it's, it's Europa League place. It's sort of nudging towards sort of Champions League place, really. Because I was speaking with a photographer last week who covers various London clubs, and and she was saying how you know, never happier than when getting an Arsenal game because it is so good to the it food good, at the Emirates. Yeah. So I was wondering whether Tottenham, albeit at Wembley, are providing a similar level of. Well, I of believe, catering. and I, I could have got this wrong, so this could be an outright lie. But I think it might be the, s- the same caterers. They for... both did away north. Is it? Yeah, possibly. Oh. Well, I was at the um, pointing. Well, obviously 
focus on on the Spurs game. And actually, I think we should. I, I, yeah, I, why not? I, I feel a bit of a fraud for for the anyone that wasn't there. Um, but we'll get we'll get into that, uh, and, and you can both look scathingly upon me uh, when we do. But um, talking about catering, as we kind of were there, I was um, when we we're at the Bournemouth game. Um, there was the usual absolutely um amateurish service happening in not 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 in the the plush area but just a few people were trying to buy drinks pre-game uh and the general consensus of opinion was uh if spurs are going to have pints that fill from the bottom well maybe that's maybe that's a good thing maybe 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 they should desert the emirates in which case it it got it got a bit leery but um not because of the beer but because of the lack of beer lack of beer lack of beer and people people weren't happy and they were saying look have you seen what Spurs are doing? And it was, uh, I said, well, the beer might be better, but um, the football might also be better, but <laughs> but, but not for long, right? Yeah. We'll be back on the up. And well, we'll this have is going to be strange service. from hearing about bean burgers from yeah. Boyd. Uh, <laughs> it's complaints about lack of beer in. What block are you, Gareth? Well, you're on a um, corner, aren't you? Yeah, five and six. In five and six, yeah, across from, across from me as well. A lot, um, of lack, a lot of lack of talk. Yes, uh, uh, yeah, we'll, we'll come on to the game, of course we will. Um, I think the, the strange thing is I was sort of over it. I thought it would take me longer. By the time I got home, I was sort of over the the disappointment. And I think so much of that is to do with going into the game, we'd have, we'd have taken a point and when it comes to shove... Um, yeah, it didn't. It didn't feel quite as quite as bad as it as it could have done to me. Anyway, I don't know, and well, maybe live, that's because deep the... down I don't think we're going to make the top four, yeah. and, and it all plays into that. But Expect, I think it's called expectation management. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, you live in the moment. You live yeah. in a more yeah, corporate penalty, slightly more corporate environment than me for for that kind of management speak. But but come on, let, let's get into it then, Dan. It was a. Uh, it wasn't going to be a memorable derby, was it? To, could, it to me, could, could it be? But, it, but, but because of what happened in the last 10 minutes, and I think I took a quote actually from Luke Brown in The Independent, he said, as the sound of the final whistle reverberated around a thoroughly relieved Wembley on Saturday, Tottenham celebrated a point hard won while Arsenal were left to lament the two lost. In truth, it had been an entirely unforgettable, uh, an, an entirely forgettable derby until all that chaotic late drama, Arsenal coasting their way to victory until two spot kicks, one goal, and an unnecessary late red saw the spoils shared. Is that a fair assessment or not? I've, I've seen similar things. I don't think it was that bad. I, I mean, I think I've seen worse recently. Yeah. I've seen more forgettable ones. I've forgotten more forgettable ones. Yeah, makes um, sense. Yeah. Uh, I, 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 I was pleased with the way Arsenal approached the game. I was, you know, I, I, I like, I, I know it's not, I know we haven't got there in terms of we know what the plan is, but obviously Unai does. Well, this, you, you know, this is what I was going to say. He knows, isn't he? So you you were both there. I um, schoolboy era had um, completely forgotten it was my girlfriend's birthday and had promised to take her away. So just we, one when, when, when did you all. remember? Um, <laughs> yeah, it was it was probably too close to the birthday um, for my own good. But yeah, decided um, to yeah for for for, for my own health and safety to, to take her away. So I went to Edinburgh. So I did, I did watch the game. I watched the game. In fact, I may or may not have pushed back our lunch booking uh, uh, on her birthday to watch the game. Um, but did I she think... Watch she, she wouldn't she, know. No, she wouldn't no, know. She, and she was very, very, very angry. No one wants I, lunch before 2.30 anyway. No, 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 not at all. I mean, special long lunch. In fact, actually, yeah, if anyone is in the Edinburgh area, Tim Biard's seven-course tasting menu, absolutely. We've delicious. had enough of your plates today. Big, 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 big cola, restaurants, anyway. you got anything else? So we, I was watching the game and I was also probably more tuned in to the pre-game hype than I would normally had I been going because I don't tend to 
check social media. I don't tend to listen to the punditry. I don't tend to. So I was, I was, I was their captive audience for once. And you would have thought that Emery had recalled Stepanovs and Christopher Ray and was playing an inverted yeah. mm-hmm. pyramid from the way that people were reacting. Just on a tangent there, do you see Christopher Ray is now <laughs> the manager of uh, President Weah's team in Liberia. So President George Weah turns out for his local football team. And they're not allowed to lose, and no one is allowed to tackle George Weah. So Chris Ray, I think, has the, this was I think possibly so mentioned on the Football job? Ramble That's podcast. Good yeah, job, isn't it? I think I is think it? this was mentioned on the Football Ramble podcast. That he has the easiest job in football. Christopher Ray, he's turned out to be manager of a team that are basically not allowed to lose. Anyway, he w- Chris Ray, Ray anyway, no, wasn't recalled. Chris Ray, who of course scored a couple of massive goals yeah, in that ninety seven ninety eight season, uh, and later went on to play for big clubs like Bishop Storford before his uh, his newfound role back in Liberia. Um, but anyway, that was a tangent. You're presumably referring to the Lacazette Aubameyang debate that they had in the in the studio on BT, and they were making out that it was a huge call yeah, for I Aubameyang mean, to be on the bench. And also, there was a lot of talk about Torreira not starting. There was a lot of talk about um, how our defence playing four at the back was going to be dangerous because of um, Mustafi. Which eh, benefit hindsight, maybe they were right on that one, but. Um, it was more that I think, as Dan pointed out, there, there isn't a lot. We, we haven't settled upon knowing exactly what Emery's doing, and maybe he hasn't. But I think that what we complained about for years under Wenger, which was we'd roll teams over. In fact, this week was an interesting um, point in case. I think that we we won very handsomely at home, which Wenger did a lot, in, yep. in, even in the latter latter days when when things weren't going so well. And then we went away to a top rival to a uh, top six rival um of which our record is has been sort of much commented upon um and he tactically got it spot on and i think that that hasn't been the case recently it hadn't been the case recently um and i think with in doing this and it hasn't always worked obviously liverpool away is a great great example of how it doesn't but i do think that he is aware of our limitations and he, he yeah we always used to play we would play the way we play because it doesn't matter. So it, does, it, it does. It does matter, and I think now more so than ever when we are lacking in certain areas. And I think that the Abamyang Lacazette, yeah, the debate did rage on. But for me, it was a very sensible decision. Unfortunately for Lacazette, he didn't have a particularly good game in front of goal. But his all-round play, his discipline, everything that is what we needed from him in the game was there, and his. He set up the goal. Set up the goal. Set yeah. up the goal. Yeah, I, I agree with you. I think he was the right man. And also, presumably, we'll come on to the Europa League game, but there's a reality that, that Lacazette is the one who's going to be suspended. And therefore, if you are going to have to manage the squad slightly yeah. of what is a big game on Thursday night, which, as I say, we'll come on to, then it does make sense that Lacazette would get. Do you think he was hooked off earlier than you? Were you a bit surprised how early he came uh, off 55 yeah. minutes? Yeah, maybe a, a little bit. But I mean, he missed two chances, didn't he? He missed one very, very early on and he missed the one in the second half, which he, which he really should have scored. I mean, th- there are stats going around and A.D. Clark, who I know uh, occasionally appears, uh, or he's on the podcast and does some work for Arsenal. Uh, uh, he broke down the fact that when they're not on the pitch together... That's not. They are more productive, more prolific. They, they they are more dangerous when they're on the pitch together. They are not, and and there's there's stats that will yeah. back back that up. Uh, I, I think if you, you you know you have to play Bamiyong on the left hand side. If if you play them together, it's, it doesn't seem to fit for him. And I think probably both McTierney and Awobi did enough to make you think. Well, he got it right. This is going to be my this is going to be my comment because I mean I think that they are much, much maligned, those two. That They're probably the two who fans jump on the back of 
straight away more, more than anyone when they make a mistake a misplaced pass they're both risk takers but actually they're also both hard workers and I thought I actually thought they did better than all right on Saturday I think I think that their performance alongside Ramsey's it was it was hard work for those three to keep doing what they had doing and I thought Mkhitaryan in particular had a had a really really good game well, we've seen some real glimpses from Mkhitaryan in the last week last we, couple yeah last couple of games definitely assists and playing balls in where you where you no longer probably you know have that quite yeah. moment where there is so much debate about whether he should be you know getting as much game time as as he has at well play. I would I would wonder whether that because there are lots of fans around me at home who who do Moaned get on their the back get on their, and, and, and pillory them and I, and I wonder whether performances like this gets them points in the bank to enable them to to have those games because no one has a I mean we people always the rose tinted thing Dennis Bergkamp had bad games but you would never thought he did. From from the reaction and and the revisionist attitude, and I think that now we have a some really good attacking players that they all can't play at the same time, and yeah. actually it's about balance of the team. And with Aubameyang on Saturday, we would not have had the same balance, and we would not have been able to play in the way we did. That's a good point. So, what do you think about Meza Ozil? He comes back into the team midweek, has a fairly good game, has a big influence on the match, and then not only is he not used on, on Saturday, you know, not in the team on Saturday, where I think some people thought maybe he had done enough that he was going to get a place in the team. Obviously, it went, ultimately, Ramsey got, got the nod to then not even but be I'm, used off, you know, yeah. till the till, till, till sort of latter stage I, I, of the game. But, but it was fairly obvious that he was not going to start. He played 90 minutes. Yeah. Mkhitaryan yeah. came off with about 25 minutes to go, didn't he, against Bournemouth. I mean, he was never, ever going to start. Ramsey didn't play at all in midweek. He was always going to It was set yeah. up. And, was, but, yeah, you yeah, know, Ramsey does love Wembley as well. Exactly. <laughs> you know, and... and Have you, you know, seen what the lip readers have said that he was supposedly... Uh, well, he was gesticulating. I like when Vieira scored in the 2004, where he was telling everyone to sit back down again. I actually just thought he was is reprising that, but what was it, what was it? Fashion? Well, it was well, supposedly I don't know if it was something to do with the the four two win at Emirates when he was saying, "Oh yeah, sit back, down. sit back down." Or this is my turf. This is what. Well, the lip reader supposedly that this is my effing pitch. Yeah. Brilliant. So, um, which um, well, I don't know, Sadiq Khan. What you know, was making a late bid. Aaron Ramsey making a late bid to buy <laughs> Wembley Stadium. Well, he might have enough money after he's finished. He might. This, uh, if he is on what is being reported on Juventus, maybe that'd be amazing yeah. if he. Would there be a statue of Ramsey outside next to Bobby Moore? Be extraordinary for the Wales captain if he bought, if he bought well, the just, Arsenal Just stadium. one thing on the, on the way that Arsenal set up. I, 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 and you were talking about social media reaction. You're absolutely right. And, he's in, and they're condemning Unai before it's even sort of played out. And he did a, a, tactically got it absolutely spot on. And I think the, the, one of the reasons why a lot of people were suggesting, crikey, why, why are we... It was, it was almost as if we are setting up... To play on a counter, to to not play in a in a certain ambitious and, and front foot way, and and I think that may well have upset people. Even though it worked out at the end, I mean, I think the, the defensive discipline of Genduzi and and even of you know Mustafa, you know, and Jaka, they they seem to play a lot deeper. Uh, they seem to play to instruction. I thought, 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 thought Jaka had a good game. Yeah, I thought he had a good. And and once they once they feel it's working, they are more likely to buy into what Unai Emery wants to do I thought I thought defensively it was one of our better performances of the season yeah, the only so. thing was set pieces they looked an era of vulnerability what? and eventually it proved even though of course it was offside and there's no point we knew it was only to discuss the fact it was offside and it, and it, it probably was a penalty it was enough of a push but it did look like set pieces was going to be where we were going to be undone I'm glad I you felt. didn't go down the letter of the law bullshit that everyone's been talking about because yeah it, it, it was offside, offside. It, I don't, I don't, I don't even that. understand the argument that's been churned out over yeah, the last day well, or two let's, let's not waste any time discussing it because uh, it was offside, but I mean, the one thing that 
I mean, I've had a few conversations with people since the game, obviously, about it. And the general consensus for me is, yes, you're right. There was a maybe a slight vulnerability of set pieces, but that was... I think primarily because they were physically a much bigger size on, on Saturday Spurs. Um, we actually did mark the space. Court. We shut down a lot of space for, for them in our box. However, and yeah, I'm God, I pray to Bergkamp that uh, Socrates and Koscielny can avoid injury for the rest of the season because... Socrates is excellent, wasn't he? They both are. Well, he was but, man but, of the match, but, wasn't but, he? But if, yeah. if, if they are not fit, then Mustafi plays and can affect the game even more. We, we, I mean... Look, even though if you knew he was going to go for a back four, would you have said Mustafi is, is the one? I must say, I've got my Arsenal WhatsApp group and I'll give Ari last, very occasionally comes on the podcast credit. He, he was the one that called it. He said, no, I think Mustafi well, played, will get the nod right back. He, and, he, got, he got moved out there for one of the games, didn't he, when Kossi Kossioni went off injured and he, and, and he moved out. Well, he's to, better to, than to Lick Lick I mean, Maitland-Niles was on the bench, but he's only just back from, from illness. What, what do you think happens then, now on in? I mean, Bellerin's obviously not coming back this season. No. So what's the... Uh, what we're going we to see more of it. Tough, tough games he might play because, as good as Maitland Niles is a footballer, he isn't a right back. And I think that he's more likely, if we try and play a defensive line at points, Maitland Niles will struggle. However, I mean, that's the thing. I'm very, very down on Lick Shiner. It's probably unfair, but I, I mean, I, I joked earlier on about the bringing Stepanov's back, but he, he strikes me as a bad a player as he was back in, back I think in the it's, day. It, ju, ju, on Mustafi, if he plays in a back four and you, and you know that you're not going to have you know, a lot of the ball, then it's fine. If you start to, to put him in a back five and play him as a wing back, you're in trouble. Or even tell him to go forward, it's not what he can do. If you just say, look, this is the area of the pitch and you're not doing anything else, you are just a full back, you haven't got to make any other decisions. Yeah. Just one thing on Licksteiner. It's not worked. It could have. You, you take yeah. a punt. He's played for Juventus. He played enough times last season. Yeah. It's just not worked. He did play, I think, tw- you know? 25 yeah. plus games for Juventus last year. Uh, but there were moments where Mustafi did get a bit more in the final third and it, it, it wasn't, it's not but, his but area on of Sunday, the pitch. On Sunday, I fully expect three at the back and wing backs again against United. And I think that then, if Mustafi's on the right hand side of that, then I don't feel quite Depends as worried. Depends how he sees it. Does he see it as a, as a game he has to win? It will come on to the game Sorry, later. Quick ahead. quiz question for the two of you. One player who has played uh, in at least some of every game in the Premier League this season. Do you know one player that's played? Um, ideas, See, I, I, I would have guessed it a Wobi. Not a Wobi. It's not a Wobi. I really should know this because I... Anyone would think you commentate on behalf of the club. I'll give oh, you a clue. It's about to end, given what happened in the last moments of, oh, of uh, Sunday's Torreira. He's played a played, you know, at least off the bench. I think twenty oh, starts, no, nine off the bench. So he's played every Premier League game, and that that is interesting now because that's not like a one match ban. That's a three no, match yeah. ban. It's I which mean, is going to stretch a, basically a month just the yeah, way he's, that he's it, unlucky it's there. It's out, so it, it, it was unlucky, and I think I mean I joked about Danny Rose and Karma earlier on, but I think consistency. Um, do you know what, had that challenge been made against us and there was one, Vertonghen got sent off for a very, very similar challenge um, earlier in the season, just is where he wins the ball and then goes through in a kind of protecting himself, kind of thinking maybe I'll leave a little bit on someone. It was one of those, had it happened against us, I think we would have been asking for something because it was aggressive. Well, the Rose into the, oh, the Rose into, the Rose into Leno was a definite Give one, give the other. Yeah. I mean, what, well, one won the ball, one didn't win the ball. And actually, I was going to, sorry, before you move on, because this is a point and it's one of the drums I've been banging maybe too loudly a little bit, is I hope that Saturday cements Burnt Leno's sort of, I think, play, not just place in, in, the, in the team, but, but actually place in Arsenal fans' awareness of he's a good goalkeeper. 
Because I think there's again talk about lazy punditry. There's a, there's been a lot of people jumping onto oh he's punched. He's like he has been steadily been getting better it's and first, better it's and his first better. First season in English football. And, I don't see this. And he's learning. Yeah. And I mean the, the the double save was phenomenal. Yep. Um, but he's been sort of quietly more commanding. He's been making some great saves. We we're chatting about it earlier on, Josh. I think he's kept us in games. And and I'm, I hope that yeah. Saturday is a and it's his birthday today. So happy birthday. Happy birthday. Burn. I mean we've also conceded less chances slightly of late. I mean you, you've seen obviously we kept. Clean sheet um, in the home game against Southampton, and he, you know, we, we were just speaking before, and a great early save from Redmond. Yeah. Fewer chances if you can get grammatically correct. You're right. Fewer chances. No, I'll take that. <laughs> I'll take the correction. Fewer chances, um, but uh, the double save was extraordinary, yeah. particularly the second, the second yeah. one. But I think you know, to get enough of a strong enough bit of your hand and, yeah. and to get over but the bar. But and you were right about Sakrati was, was a warrior again. I mean, he's had two great games. He against celebrates Kane. tackles most weeks, doesn't he? I mean. Yeah, he, he, is the same. I think actually they are both. They love defending, and God, we need people that love defending. Yeah, yeah. Well, like you say, we have to hope both of them keep injury free. Dan, when you were there live and commentating on the penalty, did you get any sense of the encroachment when you're watching it live? Or, or the Vatonga? Or no, I didn't. Only, I mean, it's after. because you're concentrating on else. I mean, I was, I was trying out the stat. I mean, you know, he was two from two ahead of ahead of the game for for Arsenal. So, you know. I expected him to score. No, Laurie saved one from less uh, against Leicester, didn't he? Recently, um, but I, I expected him to score. It was a very, the, the, it was a very poor penalty. But I think, yeah. and I mean, again, the, if the, we're going to be honest, it, it shouldn't have been a penalty. So we, no, we, 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 we're clutching at straws. Like, yeah. I think a little bit. At the, the encroachment, encroachment thing, thing. I mean, that's going to go next year. I think anyway, isn't it? Because it's just going to be one kick and that's it. Like like a penalty shootout because it's ridiculous. Because the encroachment thing with video review as well is that there's always encroachment. You'd be, yeah. you, it'd be like Groundhog Day but taking it, penalties. It's probably relatively rare whether the encroachment then three seconds later makes an impact that's the argument yeah. about getting rid of it because then it's one it's one shot you you are the keeper flicks out for the corner yeah. no one even talks about Vertonghen's encroachment really it's yeah. only because he got it's back to make it back, yeah. it wasn't extraordinary yeah that, 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 yeah, that, that was no, much, mu- a much better stop than Larissa's stop was it was a very good bit of defending from Vertonghen but you're right he shouldn't have been in the position to make it but I, I mean ultimately We've got to take that chance. I know the, yeah. the, the, the follow-up is a chance, but but yeah, you're, you're right. It, it, it should have it should have been put away. I, I thought I thought it was going to be. I, I thought that he's the sort of player that wouldn't have been swayed by the atmosphere. But then weirdly, I was a revisionist twat after it as well. Going actually, there's something about that that wasn't quite right, and I'm not sure whether I was just talking myself out. But it's a bit like what you said earlier on. Before the game, I'd have settled for it. I think um, it was an opportunity missed, not just the penalty, but the whole thing. And now, cold light of day, it's definitely a point gained. Yeah, I think we'd have taken it. And, and also because of what happened coming into it, because it was 10 points, it's still four. That's a huge swing. Yeah, and, the, and, the, and they've um, still got, and they've to got go. some tough games. And, you, and you'd sort well, of immediately, tough games. You immediately yeah. think about, you know, Sunday. And, and as I say, well, we'll I mean, that, that people are saying, oh, you, you know, Arsenal win, Spurs are a drag back into that race at all. They're, 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 in, they're in it anyway. And they look tired. It would have been actually, better, not, yeah. not that we want to waste too much time talking about them, but actually that for me gives me more positivity for the rest of the season than this result was. They're big players. Yes, 
Deli Ali's been injured, but um, they're big players. Ericsson looks exhausted and yeah. there's way too much expectation of him. They don't have a very strong midfield. Wanyama, it's a bit like Dembele. Dembele and Wanyama. Second start of the season, season, I think, in yeah, the Premier League. Maybe 18 months ago, you said Wanyama and Dembele are Rolls Royce of players and, and they look shot. Well, they got rid of Dembele and, yeah. and Wanyama was run rings around. So, I don't see them being particularly strong from now to the end of the season. I think the big, the bigger concern for me is Chelsea and United. Yeah, even the Tottenham fans I speak to are nervous about the Champions League game this week, and you think they're ridiculous at three 0 up. I think they'll uh, go, th- they'll, mentioning... they'll go through on that, but they're under massive pressure to finish top yeah. four. Not mm. from saying Kieran Trippier has been massively out of form, and that, that actually were moments where you thought, well, setting up the way we were, and maybe it was because we're in the corner of the ground, so you're particularly near the left-back area. But there were moments where clearly where Woby was getting forward and there was going to be space and it was going to be Trippier against Monreal. And actually... Well, very wide, weren't they? All we yeah. dealt well with them. We dealt pretty well. Yeah. Um, just, I think, my final point in this game before maybe let's take a break and move on from it. The, the one thing I was thinking about leaving the ground was more that, OK, we missed the last-minute penalty, chance to beat Spurs. It is 22 without a win away at the big six, and... That that is a long time, and does that play on the some of their minds? Like, because Shelney had been there a long time, Monreal would have played in a lot of these games. Must just put some doubt in your mind that even you've got a penalty in the last minute to just finally put that to bed, start a new run. I don't care if we go another twenty games without it, but this run goes I, on I, and I, on not of not sure. being able to win an away game. We're not expected to win. I I, I don't think it worries players. I th- obviously I just well, I think we have far too many. In- not they're all. In- they're not all in- too many players. We have, we have, I think we, have, I think we almost know, have too many. What does Doozy think about that? What does Torreira think about that? What does Abamian think? Yeah, about that? my 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 thing was going to be. We actually have quite a lot of deep thinkers in our team. I think we need. More, I think I've said this before. We need more uh, mindless idiots uh, <laughs> in, in the squad who, who who don't let things like that play in the mind. I think, I think I think there are people. I do think there are people that have a. Probably a, it plays in their mind a small percentage, but there are, there is a very thin line between success and failure at that very top end, and maybe there is playing within themselves a bit. However, having I mean, actually talk talk of this didn't Poch say? Oh, Pochettino, sorry, I've been far, having met him at the LFA. Best uh, last week, you and Poch. Yeah, <laughs> um, uh, actually, really charming guy. But he, you know, he said something last week about it'll take ten years for Spurs to get the the, the title winning mentality, and he got absolutely pilloried for it, and was. Actually saying, well, actually, no, we can't go overnight. And, uh, and then the counter-argument is we spend enough money on good players and they come in and you are good enough overnight. Yes, but there actually, are examples from the yeah, Premier League history of such yeah, things. Yeah, exactly. But, but I think with us, we are not able to buy those players to come in and automatically change the mentality. We, we have been underachieving recently and it's going to take a bit of time. And yeah, maybe one or two, one or two big wins away from home and, and the, the, the mystery will be lifted a little bit. Okay, well, look, we'll let Gareth have another sip from his very small squashed cola can, and we'll be back in a moment. Footballistically, Arsenal is backed for the season by Ladbrokes. Gareth, you you didn't go for a sip of your cola in the break. Any particular reason you neglected? it? All gone. It's empty. It's it's far too small a can of. It's literally like one gulp, isn't it? Yeah, one gulp and you're gone. Well, attention immediately turns to Thursday. Then in Europa League, now we're going to have games. You know, I feel like every other week uh, should we progress? You know, to towards the latter stages of the competition. Um, will you be doing the commentary? Uh, do you know what? No, I'm not on no. duty this uh, not this not week. No. Do you, I, what did you say? I, I thought you were going to say what I was thinking is like, oh yeah, we've got a game on Thursday. Genuinely, because <laughs> my my thought is yeah, maybe it's blase, but it's like yeah, it's a game. I, expect, I fully expect on, to Gareth, win it. You had four and a half hours to prepare for this podcast on your train down, and you <laughs> failed to notice that we have a game. I was aware we had a game, but hours. my focus isn't on that game as the game, the big game of this week. So 
yeah. You've you, actually got less than 72 hours because it's a 5.55 kickoff. So you, it's yeah. one of those, you've got to leave the office. But the, away, but the, home, the home game is a normal time kickoff, isn't it? Correct, after the, after, time, after, yeah. after the shit show that yeah. was the yeah. six o'clock kickoff at home. Yeah, I was away day. for the last one. So look, 5.55 on, on Thursday evening, you won't be... Uh, you won't be doing the commentary, Dan. But no, I won't. I will, but I will bow to the fact that most likely you know more about Wren um, than, than the two of us. So I did do a little bit of research, which yeah. was to find out they're obviously they're, they're 10th in Ligue 1. But amazingly, their, their game was called off at the weekend yeah, to allow them to prepare, break, didn't they? which is an extraordinary thing that just surely... I don't know, is there a president in England for that happening? No, I, We've I, never done it, but, but it's been done in, in, in yeah. other leagues. Spain, because, Spain have often done it, I think. Yeah, well, I also had more time to prepare than I usually do for this podcast. I was sat here. In fact, this is the furthest they've ever gone. In European competition, so I don't, does that play into them getting dispensation? I don't know. I, I I just think that they would have asked the the French football league, Liga, and they obviously they got, said yeah. yes, they can do it. So they're, they're currently tenth in Liga. They beat Real Betis in the previous round, who right, are eighth is, in La Liga. Yeah. Right. So there's an indicator that this is. But yeah, the bookies are telling us we're something like one to six to qualify. But, but, but the, the odd thing, and you were talking uh, in the first part about. You know how long it takes before you're comfortable being a title challenger and, 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 and so on and so forth. When it comes to European football, I still believe, and, and I think it really applies to French teams, when they come to Emirates Stadium, it, they absolutely hack themselves. It's like, oh my God, it's Arsenal, it's Arsene Wenger-ish sort of. It's, oh my God, we are, how, this is too big for us. You still see it, I think. And people... I, you know, I heard people talk about this blip against Barté Boris of Arsenal. Should have won that game. The pitch is terrible. It was just, it was just a, an anomaly. Arsenal were never ever going to lose that tie, and I don't think that Arsenal will lose this tie. The 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 one worry me worry is Hatton Ben Arfa because he is their best player by an absolute stretch, and he's got a bit of beef, hasn't he, with Unai because he was bombed out of PSG when when he was signed from Nice and, and didn't just didn't get a run, did he? Um, so I think he will have a point to prove. And he's still a very good footballer. Um, and that's my worry that he could turn it on for one or, you know, a, yeah. bit, a bit of both But that's legs. more of a, a fly to swat away rather yeah, I than think something so. to, to worry us, surely. You, you mentioned uh, Barté and it was a bad pitch, Dan. But if you, if you look at our recent away form, there are, there are some causes for concern. Like, yes, you say, you know, points at United, but defeats at Southampton, the draw... Brighton, we've got absolutely, you know, well beaten. Liverpool, very poor against West Ham. You know, City fairly comfortably beat us. Just, of course, went to Huddersfield, who are, you know, comfortably going down. And but won. even, even getting beat at Rennes, huge... I don't think it'd be, I don't think it'd be massive. I, don't, I, I think Arsenal yeah, yeah, so comfortably second leg. This is the game that, interestingly, we were originally drawn to play the game at yeah. home first. And but, I think there were quite a number of people I know who, unfortunately, put those train the Eurostars straight away. It wasn't really even direct flights. It was, you know, people into Paris and then trains book straight away and have now had to pay almost, you know, double again really to to get the game right. So uh, a lesson there, I guess, to, to wait until uh so you wait to confirm the fixtures. Chelsea, Chelsea, very rare. They, I don't know why Chelsea pass? get I don't know yeah. why Chelsea get first dibs on it. They, were they higher than us last year? Was that might is that the reason I don't know. True? Money. Abramovich. Bramford's giving someone a call. <laughs> Cronkhead didn't pick up the phone. Um, I don't know what why. It's a year is. since Salisbury. One thing, one anyway, thing I say sorry. about the draw: the draw seemed very. Um, all the big teams were kept apart. Yeah, you know. I, were, thought, it, I thought. Hot what balls. are you suggesting then? I'm balls. not suggesting anything. He's talking, he's talking, it's he's just one ball. It's amazing. The only one that you would suggest might might go against the favourite is the Eintracht Frankfurt Inter because Eintracht Frankfurt having such a fantastic season. Um, but the rest of the ties have kept all the what you would consider yeah. the bigger teams apart. Um, 
Well, no, we've without got, being blase, um, I, I'm I'm not so quietly confident about oh, about this tie. And I, I talk about it as a tie because I do see it as a tie. It is I, a tie, I, exactly. And, I, and, I, think, and I think that if we, we were to get a draw, which would be a poor result, and I agree with you when you, certainly when you sort of dissect our, our recent away performances, as, and I mean, I was, at, I was at the Brighton game, at the West Ham game, it, we were awful. Yeah. We were turgid. We, but actually, I think we weren't on Saturday, and there no. is something to be said for maybe a corner has been turned and we can have a bit more belief because actually it's about having a solid foundation to build on away from home, which is something we haven't had. And also we've had, we haven't always had the attacking players playing in tandem the way that we have now. So I think that, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll play a slightly weakened team out there or, or weaker team than we'll play on Sunday. But I fully expect us to get a, a solid result and then you're right, Dan. I think the home games against those... Sort of the countries it's an awful thing to say because it's almost dismissive and some make it sort of a bit, no, bre- bit brexity but yeah I think we'll just we'll, there's no we'll, shame in saying we should be, beat the team 10th in Liga I mean that, no, that's not a problem I mean you could almost argue from second in Liga down we would be favourites well, to win the game put it this way I, uh, we'd lose to Monaco yeah. and Sesk would score no, well, well <laughs> Lille are second at the moment they are I don't know this because I commentated on the game yesterday Lille played Dijon yesterday I commentated on the game for BT and Lille are five points clear of third. They're 20 points behind PSG, or they were going into the game. And they struggled to beat Dijon. Uh, they won 1-0 courtesy of an own goal and were absolutely shocking. And Dijon are 19th of the 20 teams. Yeah. I mean, the, the rank and file of French teams are very, very poor. And, and Rennes come into that category. They've got that one bright spark. And, um, and I have seen Rennes play once this season, and very forgettably, a very forgettable performance. But he, when he was interested... They were good, and when he's not, they're not. Yeah, all right. So, can you it, not, can, you know, can Arsenal not beat one man? Predict, prediction <laughs> for Thursday night? I think that Arsenal will win both legs. I, I think it, it'll be a, a, maybe a 1 0 or 2 1 away, and then like a 2 0 or 3 0. I really believe that. Gareth? Yeah, I think a, a 1 one nil away from home. I feel a 2 1, a 2 1, one for Arsenal. Another a clean sheet. Sure, nice. if, if, I, if I, I'm just looking at the squad here. I, mean, I was having a little look you know, earlier. They've me, got Niang. I, I mean, I know I'm probably over-egging and I'm just heading for a fall here. Right? And gonna, uh, and Niang, the, the former Milan, the Senegalese striker. Niang was in the Watford side that won at Emirates um, a yeah. couple of years ago. Um, pedigree. You know, Berigo, Bar, Andre, Zafan, Traore times about three, De Silva, Dumbia, uh, you know, Mexa from Mozambique, uh, Ismail Assar. Well, you're the one that's watched them. I will, I will, I will bounce Young you on team knowledge. as well. So, um, all right, we're, so we're fairly... Fairly confident between the, the three of us. Um, and Absolutely. obviously, Petr, Petr, up here, Petr Cech, Jimmy back, back in mm-hmm. goal. Lacazette is suspended. Aubameyang will have to play up top. Other than that, is it, are you thinking back four again? Is it back five? It's a good question. Um, I, got I, options I th- here. I th- I Maybe think, Niles to get a game again. Uh, yeah, and Kalasinac on the other side because yeah. I think he likes Monreal in the back four but not Kalasinac in the back four so Kalasinac will, will get a run. Going into the game at the weekend, Arsenal only had three players injured. For the first time this season, they were the three, holding. three of the three long termers. Welbeck holding, who am I missing? Bellerin. Bellerin, of course. Which are all out for the season. And not so long ago, we were talking about eight, nine, ten players out for games. Well, we are used at this time of year to having a much bigger injury list. So, uh, yeah, it's uh, fairly positive. Uh, before we get on to Man United again, which you mentioned, Gareth, um, you very kindly uh, took me to the London Football took you out. Terrific evening. Thank you very much. It was, uh, it was great for the Willow Foundation. You know, it was great. It, it's, it's always, it's always a good, e- good evening. And it, I'm very proud to have been involved in the event since its inception. And, yeah, proud to be asked back on the committee for, for next year's event. Um, it's 
I, it's now actually genuine now, and I, I, I was chatting to one of the enemy who was uh, Mike who was recording the Spurs beforehand, and he's always uh, been very, very supportive as well. And and he said it's a real awards event, and I think that's the thing. Yes, it, it does raise a lot of money for fantastic charity, and obviously with with, with Bob and Meg's, it's a charity that's close to a lot of Arsenal um, players, former players' hearts and fans' hearts. But actually, what's great about it was. There, there was a real crackle in the room. Declan Rice, one young player, and was there with his family. Uh, Pochettino won manager of the year and was there and actually made a, 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 a quip that, that made the papers about finally getting his hands on a trophy. Yeah. Um, Son, one player of the year, which I thought was slightly contentious because I still think Eden Hazard is uh, probably the best player in London. But... Uh, the, the, but 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 it, it was it was a great night and and, and yeah. you left out the Arsenal royalty. I mean there was Alan oh, Smith. There were, well, well, there was a there was Lee a there was, there was an eighty nine section which which yeah made me all excited. I, I got I very rarely because actually I'm I'm very very proud to say that Lee's a good friend of mine and I have to pinch myself sometimes when I say that. But um, and I know a couple of other players from from that squad. But George Graham made me go gooey as soon as I realised George Graham was in the room. It's the thing because I think anyone that I idolised as a child re- and and I, God bless Lee, I've never idolised him as a child. Um, um, he was suddenly there, and I was, I was, I, I just thought, do you know what? If I'm introduced, and I was introduced, he was a very charming man. But um, there was a bit of a section in '89, which a made me feel slightly old, but also it's thirty years. They're referencing years. Years. Yeah, May yeah. it will be thirty years. Um, and and it was, yeah, it was a good night, and both you and I um, got a little bit overexcited. And well, and you per- got way more excited. I mean, I'm not here to talk numbers, <laughs> well, you, but you in, the no, 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 in the silent auction, no, in the silent, there were a few <laughs> things on the silent when I got there that, that auction, I was yeah. There was a a, a bronze bust. Of Arsene Wenger, which I thought would look terrific in the play you were with very, the Legend of You were very excited. But I must admit, I, my, my interest waned as, as the bidding saw, wait, started I, I to come in. My interest waned when you saw the bus and it looked like nothing. No, it started, like no, it was, in, it was a signed bid. So you, during the night, oh, okay. it had these, these pads okay. so you can put in your bids. Well, I think I was willing to go about 200 quid I put in for this, but it, it went like quite high above that and we left that alone. And then Gareth, there was a, you remember the Mercy Arsene red t shirts we had on the final game? So there was one signed by Arsene that was going and that also started to go very high. Now, now I must admit, I, I, I forgot, and I, I blame Gillard, who was with me at the event for this. So I ended up winning, a, and I'm entirely happy to have done this, a, a signed Arsenal women's shirt by Vivian Miedema, who was actually there on the yeah. night, um, which you're going to pick up for me, I'm very kindly, from the Willow Officers yeah. tomorrow. So I've won that. Um, I, but I, you yeah. are now the proud owner of a signed Pierre-Emerick Aubameyang shirt, which had it been seven days later, maybe you wouldn't yeah, have been well, so excited say, to bid on. I'm, I'm not, I'm not going to tell my brother to listen to this podcast, because that's going to be his birthday present next Next week, um, but yes, it was. I, I, I justified paying a little bit more, and, and I was when he missed the penalty again. My brother's minimum a hundred quid yeah, less yeah, yeah, this yeah, week, yeah, minimum. Would, but um, and I think that that's it. I think that there. The, oh, I'm probably never, never going to live this down. Certainly not with my girlfriend, who was actually she. She stopped me bidding on a couple of other things. But it's such a wonderful charity. There's such good people behind it, um, and it's and it's an event that I'm very very happy and very proud to be part of. So yeah, it was great to have you there. Um, there was lots of Derby Day chat beforehand um, and it turns out that um, Lee Dixon was right that it would be one all and I must say out of Thursday night we do have a very exciting guest lined up we won't say who yes. but we do have a, a, someone with a, a brilliant Arsenal link who's going to come on the pod in about a month's time we hope so that was very exciting um, anyway enough of that diversion but it was a terrific night so thank you and, uh, and well done to everyone at Willow Foundation for putting on a, a terrific night we should look to Sunday to Manchester United's visit to the Emirates Dan I know you won't be commentating on the end game but I assume you'll be back in 
in position. I'll be back in the chat um, for that one. Back of the press box for, yeah. for, for the, the visit Manchester United. And we'll be hoping it goes a little bit better than the FA Cup game did. I think it'll be, it'll, be, it'll be very different, won't it? I think, I think what, what one thing we've learned about Unai Emery is that it's impossible to predict his lineup. impossible to suggest he's going to play it a certain way. He will play it very different to what he did against United in the FA Cup. I think United might try and play it different as well. We saw Lukaku, didn't we, play in a sort of odd position uh, for Manchester United. That day. I, I, I think it will be a draw, I think, if I'm really honest. I think... And I don't think Unai will mind that at all. I don't, I say, would you be happy with a draw? I think, I think a draw is fine. I think when I look at the fixtures that are still to come and what United have got to play, what Chelsea have got to play, what Spurs, uh, who Spurs have got to play, I mean, I know we over egg this sort of, ah, oh, it's only this team, it's only that team. I think our but away it, games are trickier than... Yeah, Wolves, th- and, than Wolves and Everton uh, are going to be difficult. I mean... Manchester United have still got Wolves and Everton away. Yeah. They've still got Manchester City and Chelsea at home. I mean, yeah, there's, it's, it's, for me, I really, I mean, it sounds so desperate here. I would love us to get a win on Sunday. Obviously, that's a ridiculous thing to say, but possibly more so. I think, again, talking about the marker that we could lay down, I, I think that I said to Josh beforehand when we were talking, it does seem like United have a bit of an Indian sign over us. I, even when they're at their lowest ebb and, uh, Bare bones, they've beaten us, and they've beaten us. When we've had we've had a strong well, team. The two-two draw up there was a disappointing. Uh, well, that again, you know. again, opportunity missed. That yeah. would have been another way of going. Well, actually, look, we've gone somewhere that we've historically struggled. Yeah. Um, and yes, we've we, we've won on occasion, but this would have and it was an opportunity. I think this is another opportunity. They have injuries. They are a dangerous side, and there is Ole Gunnar Solskjaer isn't just a, a nice guy with a with a with a nice smile. He's clearly quite tactically sh- shrewd as well. Um, so I expect it actually to be, yeah, it'll be a very different I, game. It'll I, be a bit more of a chess game, I, I think. And I think it'll be very similar to what we saw on Sunday. And I think Arsenal will give up ground again. I know it's difficult to take sometimes. Certainly but how home, many yeah. times over the years, you know, have Arsenal been done against United and Chelsea for that matter, when you have that feeling that you're in control and you start to play the ball around and 25 minutes later, suddenly, if it's not Ronaldo, it's Drogba or from wh- well, whichever well, really you want to pick, that breakaway goal. The end to when end, Senderos yeah. turns around or Squilacci's arse over to it and suddenly... You know, having dominated Mustafa, 25, no, minutes, 20, <laughs> 20, 25 minutes, you're a goal down. And, and you're probably expecting a return to the to the back five for That's Sunday? What, I think I'm, so. I'm not so sure. No, you think maybe I think four. it'll be back four really? again. Really? I think it might be back, that... back five midweek, back four again. I think if, if he has decided that he can play defensively with what we saw uh, against Tottenham at Wembley, I think he'll stick to that. Uh, my concern, my with can, the my... back four that played Sunday. Yeah. Unless, the... unless he thinks that Maitland-Niles might be better at right. And I just think the United split striker thing, I think they'll play Rashford and Lukaku and, and I think he'll be aware and they'll play them wider and play someone in the hole. And Sanchez probably in the hole. And it makes oh, Sanchez, oh. Sanchez is actually out. Is he out? Yeah, he oh, he's going to be out. Him and, him and Juan Mata. I probably would have preferred him to play actually, but although apart from the, the classic thing. That so you could have applauded him? No, because I think he's bobbins. But um, no, they have better players than him. I think that's probably that would probably be why. Um, but someone in that hole who exploits the space that we often leave uh, in between the lines. Only if Arsenal get like too, too ambitious and, and, and try and yeah, play you're saying, if we can play a little much. Bit. And didn't do that against Spurs. I don't think you need to do it again. You, you know, you, you've take, you'll get chances, take your chances, still might win the game. Yeah. Don't so you, lose it. You feel it's a must-not lose? I think it's a must-not lose rather That's than a very must Mourinho not. approach to the game. <laughs> don't say that. I, I just think it's the, there's, 
there's so much more fo- football to play. So we've got nine games to go. You don't we'll, need, so we'll have eight I don't know who Chelsea are playing at the weekend um, or Spurs for that matter. But it, it, Spurs, Southampton away, I think. Spurs probably win that. They should, yeah. I, I, well, um, even, I mean, Chelsea cough and splattered to a 2-1 win against Fulham. They're, they will, most other teams will win those games and it will be games like this that will be decided on. However, I think you're, I also do agree, I'm, I'm playing devil's advocate a little and, bit. And I, I think, I, I I think there'll be that social media reaction that we saw at the weekend. Oh, come on, what a chance. You've got, you've got, to, you've got to play yeah. it this way. What, what are you doing, you know? Well, no, we're obviously playing last of the, of the weekend because, you know, by, by the time, you know, we play at half four, um, Chelsea would have played just before us at home to Wolves, as you mentioned there. Yeah, it's so Tottenham's trip to Southampton Saturday well. afternoon. Yeah. So um, yeah, it might be a bit more of a must not lose, and depending on what, what else yeah. is. Uh, no, there could gone be a situation. If Arsenal lose again, could be a situation. What fifty-seven points? Arsenal United would then be on sixty-one. If Spurs win, they'd be on sixty-four, and if Chelsea win, they'd be on fifty-nine. With could a, be a with seven. A game. Point, and, I, yeah. and I just think that it's, well, it's a bit like the narrative around the title this season that. That, that things are being handed out week to week and it's a bit like the top four which is you've got to look and say over the, all the games remaining this season yes it's not we're, we're probably going to lose shambolically to a team that we shouldn't do and yet pick up a win where we shouldn't and, and that's where it is but you have to say games like this are for me a must not lose because that would put us in a, in a really really tricky position yeah, it would be something. It's had such a mixture of these these pictures over the last years. Looking back, you know, last season a three-one home defeat, the year before a two-nil victory, the year but before that three-nil was just insane, wasn't it? That was David de Gea pulling off World yeah, Cup. Yeah, extraordinary. Wasn't it? World so it was such yeah, a yeah, mixed result. The year before was a three-nil win. Yeah, three-nil in twenty fifteen. Was sensational as well, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, the, yeah, the, yeah, yeah. And the year before that, another you know another defeat. So we've had a bit of everything when uh, when United have, have come to visit. Um, so obviously, there's going to be no Torreira. What, what would you be doing in that midfield area? Well, I'd, I'd play as you play Gendouzi and, and Jacka, wouldn't you? And you'd probably play Ramsey as well. I think. I think that that'd be uh, yeah, your three. And then you play a Wobi and Mikata. I, I play the you know the, the same eleven as you played against Spurs. You, you're going to make changes for the rain game. Play it as you did against Spurs. I mean, Ter- I've made a point about Torreira, uh, and he's going to get a break when he was playing at Sampdoria. No second cup competition in this league. Never played European football. Uh, before you know, had that sort of mini winter break. I mean, it's a hard slog for players. And he has been just t- been involved. T- you mentioned yeah. before he, he played. He's featured in every single Premier League game. It's just a hard slog. There is even if you're not playing, you, you are training for the game, expecting to be on the bench or or playing some sort of part. So mentally, it takes you out of it. Uh, he's also yeah. not a player that leaves a lot behind, is no. he? I think that he he will he I think will. He's had his, a bit of a dip. Himself, it, it, well, that's the thing. If we if we're looking at his performances, I think that there is again a slightly recent thing. He had a great perf patch. October, November yes, time, um, and it did dip over Christmas. But then, as you say, it's the first time he's, he, he will have played this ridiculous Christmas schedule that, that that we do in this country. And yeah, let's let's look for that silver lining in the cloud. Let, let's let's see him as refreshed and returning, and, and we're and able to dominate all midfield battles from now to the end of the season when he when he comes back. Yeah, I'm hoping it's going to be one of the the good atmospheres that you can sometimes get at these games in the Emirates and you know we had it against Spurs earlier in the season and eventually we got that second half performance and the atmosphere is brilliant just hoping for the same on, on Sunday because it, this is a big game now it's probably you know, the, you know the, one of the last big home games we'll have this season you know excluding European football and a you know a, a victory yeah. and suddenly you, you look at this top four thing as it's sort of Probably well, back, it's back, it'd be back in our hands it's if nothing else. I think the book makes it around about 7-4 to four, two, yeah. one Arsenal yeah. two, two, two big for you Dan? yeah, yeah. I'd, 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 I've suggested over the last few months 
that Arsenal will get top four. And I think I, I really believe okay. that. I think for, oh, just quickly on Sunday, I think for all their attacking prowess, and they still do have it, United are fallible at the back, which we should be able to exploit. I think the top four argument is a more interesting one because I, I mean, some teams are struggling. I think Spurs, Spurs are, are losing a bit of momentum. United seemingly um, are keeping at it, even scratching out the wins where maybe they don't deserve And they're going to get knocked out of Europe, aren't they, this week? Yes. And, and, and Chelsea, Chelsea are a funny, Still funny in the side. Because Chelsea, Chelsea should be top four. I mean, their squad, they should be, they should be company top floor. And, and, and they're not. And, and so we are, we are the out. I still see us as the outsiders. However, I think that might play to our strengths. I think we might, might go undetected a little bit and, and pick up the points we need to, to grab that, that trophy Let, you get. Let's hope so. Dan, I'm getting a, a vibe. You might be predicting a draw when I ask you for your score prediction. <laughs> Do you know what? I don't know how you've come to oh, that wow. conclusion. Oh, okay. Um, I, I think it'll be a, it might even be nil-nil, which We've would be unusual. Cliche. Sorry. <laughs> and Gareth? Um... You know how much I love these predictions. Um, yes. I go with 2-1 Arsenal. I'll go one all. I'm more in the, in the Dan Cameron. I think that was kind of okay. I mean, we come in in okay form. You know, the three victories followed by the draw against Tottenham. Ten points from last 12. I think if we just keep a bit of momentum, keep pushing towards the right direction, I think that's okay. And um, I like we'll penalty to win it. Next week. Nice. So, um, <sighs> well. Ober <laughs> again. Does he take the net? Well, he, he would take it, wouldn't he? Yeah, there was sometimes you get you get certain teams. There were certain players like would Henri take the penalty? That was a French fouled. thing. That was a French thing, wasn't it? They, yeah, were, the, the, the French players, French, French, it yeah. wasn't just Henri. French there players were, don't like taking penalty if yeah. they're fouled. There was the other one that he did take when he was fouled, but towards the end of his career, he there always said, "Yeah, so. if I if I, I get fouled, someone else takes it." But yeah. if you look back at all the penalty you took for Arsenal, he took some that he was fouled. Yeah, absolutely. Look, it's been such a pleasure. Thank you, Gareth. Thank you, Dan, for coming in. No worries. Pleasure. And uh, we will be back next Tuesday when Boyd will be back and hopefully we'll have had some victories over Ron and Manchester United. Footballistically Arsenal is backed for the season by Ladbrokes. This is a Playback Media production. To listen to all our football podcasts, visit playbackmedia.co.uk. Sports Social Podcast Network. Step into the world of power loyalty and luck i'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse with family cannolis and spins mean everything now you want to get mixed up in the family business introducing the godfather at chabacasino.com test your luck in the shadowy world of the godfather slot someday i will call upon you to do a service for me play the godfather now at chabacasino.com welcome to the family no purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.